Welcome back to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all about your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White Gray Black YouTube channel. And ringing in the Happy New Year with me is my newly chosen 2024 co-host, Gautam. Hey, happy to be here. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, brand new. Uh, this brand week, new. <laughs> this week will be a bit of a fun one. We're going to go over our past predictions from last year, what we thought was going to happen in 2023. We're going to see which of those came true, which didn't, and then we're going to make some predictions for 2024. Uh, additionally, we have a boatload of news from December, uh, including a ton of new stuff from Jump Fiesta, including easily the biggest One Piece news we've gotten in, I don't know, 20, 25 years. So stick around to the end for that, and we will fill you in and fill you up with manga news. All right, let's let's talk about what we thought was going to happen in 2023. Uh, these were our predictions for last year. Uh, spoilers, we didn't do very well, but we can talk about them. Um, I'll go first here. Uh, my first prediction for 2023 was that My Hero Academia would end in 2023 and someone from Class 1A would die. Uh, I bet on either Bakugo <laughs> or the Red-Haired Spiky Dude. Uh, none of those things <laughs> happened. Bakugo kind of died, but uh, yeah, you were close. Didn't, didn't end, were... and he's alive right now, currently, as he's like active in the in the last three or four chapters. So, uh, definitely did not uh, did not get we, that we, one. We could maybe give you a technically right about that one, um, because he did die for a bit. <laughs> he came back. I uh, yeah, of course. Uh, it's. Uh, as you're going to see, we got some of these very kind of minorly half right sometimes, but n- none of them I think we hit on the on the head. So, uh, bro, I'll, all my all my didn't even die. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not yeah, bad yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark this one red as did not happen. Uh, was close, but not quite. Um, my other prediction, or I guess two of three. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me do mine. Then. Oh then yeah, you do, do one. You do one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh. I haven't read these since last year, so as to keep them fresh. So let's see how insane these are. Everything Neo in Jump from this year, uh, 2023, with the exception of Ginkka and Luna and Akane, will not be running by the end of next year. That would have been from 2022, essentially, you were saying. You're saying that anything that okay. started in 2022 would have been canceled uh, uh, by in 2023. 2023. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Uh, I was very wrong about Ginkan Luna. Maybe a bit too hopeful there. Yep. But what was Sakamoto in 2022? No, Sakamoto right? was 2020, I think, or 21. Um, I think I might be right. Kill Blue, Kill Blue, I believe, was the survivor from 2022 or 23. Yeah. 2022? No, no, Kill Blue was 2022. So, yeah. Maybe? I don't think, yeah. I don't. So, I, this, is, this is harder to validate than initially expected, but I... I wasn't go. I wasn't right. You can mark this all in red. <laughs> yeah, y- y- you were wrong. Uh okay, 2022. Uh let's see the that switch watch that got canceled. Akane. Akane definitely made it. Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm looking for where the new stuff is. No, because that, that's it was Aliens Area. That got canceled. Rory Dragon. 
Yeah, I I mean it's wrong, it, it, but <laughs> it, it, it's wrong only because I mainly because I said Ginka and Luna. We can. I, I think we said that like it's too easy. You have to put something in there to make it a little hard. So yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Ginka and Luna obviously uh, canceled. Just looking for. I hope that author comes back eventually because that's. Uh, Me too. I, I I still like Ginka. And Luna. Yeah. All right. That's too too wrong so far. Let's let's see if we can make it six for six. Uh. My next prediction here was a Western that is an NA or EU written slash produced slash drawn manga premieres in a major manga group. So I said in either Shueisha, Kodansha, Shogakukan, or Square Enix. Uh, that has never happened before as far as I could find. And I did a little bit of searching, and as far as I can tell, that did not happen. Uh, it definitely didn't happen in Shueisha or Kodansha. Um, I haven't heard anything about Shogakukan, and Square Enix is a much smaller magazine. Um... This was, it's a matter of time, man. I feel like it's a matter yeah, of time. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely one that I think, uh, I, don't, I don't think I put this in my 2024 predictions, but this is one you could guess every year and eventually you'll get it right. Pretty, like, yeah. I, pretty soon, I think manga is going to, or at least Japanese published manga, is going to reach out and look for more uh, more talents and be able to manage them. Um, so yeah, they are, they are not, making money by the boatload, right? So, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, soon, but not in 2023. And I'm going to say... If they weren't going to do it last year, who knows how long it'll take them. They're maybe farther behind than I thought. So I'm going to yeah. mark that one incorrect. There was no Western written, produced, drawn manga premiering in a major manga group. So, Gautam, what's your uh, what's your next prediction here? That's another wrong one. <laughs> it's uh, Kubo uh, starts serializing Burn the Witch improper. I thought that would happen. He did. I, I really so I you again, this is one of those like you were you were close. Um, I was close. He did. Kubo did announce. I think when was it? When the next season of the Bleach Blood War thing finishes, and after, so the 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 point. I don't remember what they called the like Burn the Witch point eight episode or whatever, which is an adaptation of the original one shot, just released as an anime. So that is out. That was out like a week ago, like just a couple days ago. It came out. Um, oh, that's so fucked up. My understanding is Kubo off by a few days. Yeah, well, no. So my understanding is Kubo did express his wish to go back, and I don't think he, he's said start serializing it properly. Um, but I did, I do think he wants to go back and do another little like six or seven chapters, whatever the last kind of story arc was, which is awesome because like I'm I'm the one of the biggest Bleach haters I know, even though I've barely read it. I've read like fifteen or twenty chapters, <laughs> and I thought Burn the Witch was awesome. Like the the small amount that has been published of Burn the Witch is incredible world building, incredible character designs, really great story, really heartfelt. I really really liked Burn the Witch when I read it, so I I hope he does go back to it uh, and do you know maybe like every year we get like six chapters. Like that would be cool. Like oh you know it's it's fall. Let's see do Burn the Witch for two months. Um, we we really got some flack for for shitting on Bleach the way we did. We did, but it's and, good. We and, some and you know what? We fuck, appreciate those. And you know what? Fuck, fuck Bleach. Uh, Kubo, <laughs> make Burn the Witch. We want to see that. Yeah. Which is technically in the same world as Bleach. It's just in Britain. So it's yeah. really just more Bleach, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm here for it. Uh, Bleach is okay. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we might talk about this again because I do think that it is it is likely this year and next year that Jump is going to be searching for things to fill its magazine. Um, that's sort of one of my predictions in 2024, but uh, I will go back. This is, all right, my last prediction for 2023. I think this is the most correct one. I think I think that, I, I don't know if 
any awards have happened, but my last prediction for 2023 was that the One Piece live action premieres and is universally lauded as a good show. And I said wins at least one award. I think the One Piece live action came out. We talked about it. We did videos about it. I think it was generally universally lauded as a as a great show, not just to like, oh, that was pretty good as like a really, really quite good show as a good adaptation. I think all the fans liked it. I think new fans liked it. Um, I don't know if it has won any awards. Let me check that real quick. I, I'm willing to give this to you regardless. I think this is a. This I, I a, think it deserves it because I think that it was a. Uh, it was a coin flip, right? Like we absolutely we, we couldn't yeah. have known. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Development, production, casting, filming, music, marketing, critical response. Award. Okay. The, the word award does not show up on the wiki, so it may not have won any awards, but I, I, if you're willing to give this one to me, I'm going to take this no, as a no, win. No, you, 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 you take this one because I think your My Hero Death one was technically right. So, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but in the spirit of this game, I, I think we should still count that as wrong and this is right. Yeah, so take the one piece one. Instead. Yeah, so this, I mean, this is uh, this is kind of what I was talking about. I think that this one is half right. I think your last one is also like kind of half right, like less right my, than my, the one piece live action being good. But I'm uh, I'm gonna give myself a point on the last one. Actually, I just read through it. Okay, uh, yeah. Go, tell us about your okay. last prediction for 2023. Okay, uh, my final prediction is actually we had two my hero ones. It's weird. Uh, we did. My last one's a my hero one. It's uh, Shigaraki, Toga, and Kurigiri, and the rest of the mass murderers are given some kind of redemption at the end. I had thought, since Hori said he was ending it, it would end by this year. Yeah, we, we both we, basically we went into it thinking that it ends. And so we were making predictions around it ending. Um, I think so, you could, so, you so, could run so this prediction some, back. I think it yeah, ends 2024. Me, give, but. give me some lenience on, on the ending part of it. But uh, And I said All for One is, is pinned as the true evil guy, and the rest of them are treated as hurt, manipulated, and abused members of society that yeah. the errors of their way. Uh, this hasn't happened to... Kurogiri and Shigaraki only because we haven't gotten there yet. Yes. I don't doubt that it will. But, but it has it happened, happened to Toga. Toga. Yeah, see, this has exactly happened to Toga last year. So you definitely got one, you know, you got it right. In, and in, All for One is is largely irredeemable, like I said. Yeah. He, even in his backstory, he's just a sociopath murderer. So it's like, okay. if it, I'm going to give that one to me. I'm going to give myself yeah. a point for that one just because I need it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely sort of a it's it's a tie. We didn't get any of them completely right, but we got we got we got pretty close, kind of half and half here, half there. Um, but yeah, we we'll see. I think that this I think what you wrote probably turns out to be completely true by the time My Hero Academia ends. I also think mine. I do think someone in class one A will die before the end of My Hero. So I think not in twenty twenty three, but I do think those predictions come true eventually. So I I could see it. I. I... I, I truly could, but that's assuming uh, Hero ends this year. Yeah. So speaking of assuming that my hero ends this year, let's go ahead and move on to our 2024 predictions. Oh, um, oh predictions for this year. Okay, let's do it. Predictions for the year 2024. Uh, and I will start with mine because I I took a swing for the fences here. I think that Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, Undead Unluck, and Cypher Academy all end in Jump in 2024. And because of that, I think that Jump sees its highest sales ever, mainly from My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen ending. Um, Those are two, I mean, enormous... Jujutsu Kaisen is easily the largest uh, sort of quote-unquote modern shounen uh, of the past, you know. It's in the same sort of generation as uh, My Hero, I would say. I think it's maybe two years after it premiered, but... Uh, those two it's, are it's huge. It's on its way up. 
Um, the, I think the author mentioned he's he's rapping. He uh, did. Is Cypher Academy on its way out? Cypher Academy, I think, is going to get canceled. That is that is sort of a, a different one that's on here. Um, Undead Unluck, Jutsu Kaisen, the authors both said that they're approaching the end. I think Jutsu Kaisen definitely said, hey, next, I think he said something at Jump Fiesta, like, this is my last Jump Fiesta, because next Jump Fiesta, I'm not going to be here, because Jutsu Kaisen will be over. He, he literally said that. Um, you know, that's like first week of December that happens, like the or the second week maybe. But um, yeah, I think My Hero Academia ends. I think Jujutsu Kaisen ends. Um, to make it a little bit harder, because I think those two are too easy, I think Undead Unluck ends. I've heard that that is in its final, uh, its final throws. I also think that the anime did not boost its sales as much as a lot of people were hoping. It didn't sort of launch it into premiere shonen status that... Uh, jump really like wants and needs right it needs what's its next thing after Jutsu Kaisen um, and Cypher Academy also has been like bottom three in the magazine for a bit now so I think that uh, I don't think I didn't going to get canceled I think it'll go out just fine but I think all four mm -hmm. of those end in 2024 and I think mainly because uh, Jutsu Kaisen My Hero Academia end I think that Jump sees its highest ever sales right you're going to see potentially final volumes of these two all the back volumes uh, yeah so that's I agree that, that, that's that's I, my first prediction for 2024. Gautam, what, what do you got as your first prediction for 2024? Uh, that was so reasonable that let me follow it up with a, an incredibly reasonable prediction of my own. Um, I All sports manga that started publication in Weekly Shonen Jump in 2023 will be canceled mm -hmm. in 2024. So this is MMA. Also, also, also Mama Yu Yu. Yeah, so this is MMA, Two on Ice, and Green, Green, Green. Do you think none of those are making it through? Yeah, I think none of those are making even though I want uh, two of those in Mama Yu Yu to me. Yeah. I, yeah. I think this is a, I don't think this is necessarily a safe choice, but I think this is, uh, but this is likely. It's like greater than 50% chance. You're probably right. Um, I think MMA probably has the best chance. Um, they just started a new arc normally when it would have gone through the kind of cancel. Uh, the, oh, this sounds reason. I thought, I thought this would be like, I thought this would be a haymaker take that I, I threw out there. It's it's you difficult did, you, because like if if one of them survives, then it's it's wrong. I it, guess, it's all wrong. Yeah, I, I do think that Green Green Greens is not uh, while it's good and I've been enjoying it uh, for sure. The six or seven chapters we've gotten, um, I don't think golf appeals to most people. I also don't think two, uh, two on ice is not good. Um, that's for sure canceled. Mama Yu Yu, I don't know if it's capturing. Uh, people like we want um we'll really have to see it, it, on those volume to one be honest sales. it's it's not fully capturing me the way i want either it's i think it has it has a lot going for it but it doesn't spark it has been losing excitement. me more and more by not really doing anything exciting the last like month or two uh Mama I, I find i, I disappointingly find that i'm not super excited for it even though yeah, i same. like every chapter i read it's uh it's an odd feeling yeah i don't know it's very much a Mama Yu. I think is very much a a. I think it will be a wasted potential series where it'll be one of those things where we'll talk about how much we liked it, and how much potential it had, and we saw it early. And then I think it's just not capitalizing on the potential that it had. It's not really evolving. It's not expanding in the right ways. But yeah. I think, so I think this is. Um, we'll see. I think the the most likely spoiler here is MMA. I think MMA might because the author's previous work, uh, some, the, whatever the sumo series was that lasted for a good, like 90 chapters, right? So a good two years. Uh, but that wasn't weekly show and jump. Uh, was it not? I thought it was, I don't think it was. What was it called? Sumo? I, th I think it was like a offshoot manga. 
uh, not offshoot magazine. Da, 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 da. No, it was a weekly show and jump. May 2014, July oh, 2019. Damn. Oh, so it lasted almost actually almost five years, right? Oh, okay. Tomorrow's I, 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 I stand corrected. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, hopefully we has, see MMA stick around. Yeah. So I think I think if anything plays spoiler on this one, it'll be uh, it'll be MMA. But I mean, we'll see. I I I very much hope I'm wrong. Yeah. For what it's worth. Um. I hope I'm right. Mine. I hope my Eric Dindia fucking ends. I won't need. To. Um. <laughs> I had a little Honestly, joke for, for, I threw in for here. For Hori's own sake. For Hori's own sake. I think he is tired. He needs, I, do, I do think he needs a break. I think he needs a break yeah. and a refocus and to be inspired by something else. And I think he could come back with something great. The so. dude is a talent. I, oh, I just absolutely. He, he's easily he's, the best artist in, in Jump right now, I would say. so. He's just mass, the peak burnout. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, right. hit I'll, me with your next one. I'll, I'll hit you with my little joke one. Uh, I, I said, Rory Dragon returns. Lamau, no. Uh... I do think Free Dragon might come back this year. Um, this is this is not a real guess, but the author did. Um, I don't remember if it was in a tweet or something at Jump Fiesta where they said, "Hey, I'm I'm recovering and feeling better, so like maybe more Ruby Dragon." Um, and Ruby Dragon was a big kind of splash hit, uh, like a super big, uh, one of the biggest starts that Jump has ever had, realistically. So I do think if this comes back, it'll be a big thing, and I think. Based on, like I said, a bunch of stuff ending or uh, ending or in your case being canceled in Jump means that Jump is going to be looking for more popular things to fill. So Ruby Dragon might come back. Um, I, and I, little... think, I, You know, I think the good thing with that, with what you just said, is that I think by proxy of all of these things reaching their conclusion, Jump is not going to be as axe heavy with our sports manga. That's true. Prediction. That's true. So yeah, it definitely does matter. You know, are are they canceling the the only the bottom three or the bottom four or the bottom two because they have stuff leaving? Who knows? Yeah, um, uh, it'll be interesting. This this is going to be a really interesting year, I think, to be keeping up with with Weekly Shonen Jump because Jujutsu Kaisen all but confirmed ending. I think My Hero Academia's ending and all this other stuff. It'll be interesting to see how they handle it, what kind of new stuff they bring in, what angle they take on if they're going to take any new stuff because they've, they've been publishing some real stinkers the last two years. We've been doing this podcast. Uh, some absolute garbage things have come out in jump and it's kind of disappointing. So, you, you know, I, I, I feel like, um, year before last was a very, very good year. Yeah. 2021 had a con a and a bunch of other stuff that, yeah. And last year was, uh, probably the, the most mid year of manga yeah last year was not nothing came out that really struck I, for new stuff i mean yeah we, we talked about this if you want to go check out our 2023 awards show we talked a little bit more details about this where sort of like the best new thing was not uh, a jump especially didn't really inspire us with anything that was really truly a spectacular splash oh this obvious wins um so yeah we kind of had to go uh not reaching necessarily is the author of gold kamui i think ended up winning that with the dogs red but yeah, you go check out that. We talk in a little bit more details. Uh, Gautam, what's your what's your next prediction you got here? Uh, yeah, mine mine is just uh, mine's an anime one. Um, so it's just an honorable mention. Uh, it is that Studio Mappa collapses in in on itself like a dying star. <laughs> like it is it is rough out there for Mappa employees. Yeah. So and they they are they just have every big hitter project to work on. I, I don't know how sustainable that is. And on top of that, they're getting global press on their work culture. So yeah. we'll have to see how this goes for them. 
Yeah, and it'll be really interesting. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about it later in the news section because it's part of the news. But I part of I think I think this prediction hinges essentially on the success of a single project that they have, which is one of their self-funded things, man. right? Are you uh, talking about One Punch? No, I'm oh. actually talking about the um, Chainsaw Man Res movie. Because oh. the, because remember, Chainsaw Man was not something that a production committee came to MAPPA and said, can you do this? It was something MAPPA was like, we really want to do this. We're going to self-fund it. Um, we're going to do Chainsaw Man with our own money, essentially, you know, whatever we make from it uh, comes straight back to us, but there's no production committee to pay or whatever. Um, so if that movie doesn't do well, I'm pretty sure that that's going to be one of their sort of self-funded projects again. I think that they're going to be in deep trouble. Um, that being said, I do think that movie is going to do really, really well. So uh, I hope I hope it does. Not not to promote their terrible work culture, but because the race is great. It, it's, it's just really like good yeah. yeah, it's like Chainsaw Man is like good and wild and okay in the parts that they did in season one, and then the race arc is where it's like real shit like that's that's uh, it gets good after 40 episodes like no no no. like the race arc is what really solidifies it as like okay this is what this is now and it's it's good so yeah yeah 100 percent. cool um okay i wrote these all down and i was like okay i'm gonna give myself an out so um i have basically four things that i think are gonna get an anime announcement and my prediction is that three of the four of the three out of four of these happened so Akane Banashi anime, Sakamoto Days anime announced, Chojin X anime announced, and Kindergarten Wars. So I think we're going to get three out of four of those announced next year. Not necessarily started or aired, but I think we're going to get announced that they're being worked on. I think we already maybe have like sort of uh, maybe a pre-announcement for Akane where it's like, we're thinking about it. It's going to happen. But like, of course it is. Akane is massively popular. Um, Sakamoto Days too. I think Sakamoto Days is... The Sakamoto Days is the shonen successor. It will be the next big shonen. I think everyone is kind of watching out for it to be that. Um, Chojin you know, X has been going on for two or three years. That's by the author of Tokyo Ghoul. That's a really big one. I think that series is honestly really exceptionally good. And the only thing that um, Sui Ishida isn't very good at is action paneling. So I think the anime for that will be even better at that. Um, and then Kindergarten Wars. I think Kindergarten Wars is on a similar time frame to Spy Family. And so it is coming up on the same kind of timing that we got the first season of Spy Family on. So I think Kindergarten Wars happens. Uh, so you need to be right on three out of four of these. Yes. And I think I think the layman would would look at this and say you're playing it safe. But I think not because I... I think we're we're guaranteed slam dunk an Akane anime announcement and a Sakamoto announcement. Yeah, I think but those two are definitely the most likely. I think Sakamoto I, the most because it's the oldest thing. So that's the I, I most don't time to see work. kindergarten this year and I uh, don't see Chojin X happening. So, kindergarten Wars I think is the hardest one. I think that is the the youngest. Oh, um, oh you think that I think I think Chojin X is the hardest one. Ooh, I don't know. I I think you are underestimating how much of a money maker Tokyo Ghoul is and how you can plaster from the author of Tokyo Ghoul on something and people be like, "Holy shit, Tokyo Ghoul." While true, they had they had shitty anime adaptations. That is also Tokyo true. Ghoul. And I really hope Chojin X gets a better anime adaptation cuz um I really cannot recommend Chojin Next enough. It is really legitimately very good. The the past chapters especially have been um have been excellent. So yeah, I, I, I think that. this is a little difficult. I think Kindergarten Wars, Chojin Next make it a little difficult. Um I think Akane even is is, you know, while it's absolutely going to happen, does it happen this year? I don't know, maybe. Um I'm kind of banking on 
Jump Fiesta December, maybe a lot of this stuff happening. So um, that, we'll that one, they re- I think the hardest part for Akane is just getting incredibly talented voice actors for every yeah, single part. Or, or literally finding, you know, uh, Rakugoa to become voice actors to, to do something like that. It's so. a good, it's the, the FromSoft method of, of hiring like actual <laughs> Shakespearean, yeah, Brit- yeah, minor known Shakespearean British actor group that, you know, does the, the voices from soft games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, Gatum, hit me with uh, what's your next one you've got on here? Uh, this one's simple. Uh, Togashi does not release any chapters of Hunter Hunter this year. It's a coin flip. <laughs> it's This is a coin flip. And he, he posted that tweet. Uh, where he posted he the corner of the page in like September and it got like... Oh, 200 million likes or something stupid on you, Twitter. You and it's like, so where's the chapter, Togashi? Where is it? He tweeted that like fucking five months ago and there's still no chapter, dude. So yeah, That's reasonable. I, That's reasonable. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. He he posted that, so I I'm, I'm very well might be wrong, but I my gamble is that we see nothing from Togashi this year. Did we, were there, how many chapters were in 2023? Was there two? Yeah, there's a chart for this. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm I, wondering. Yeah, I'm kind of curious too. Hold on, let me let me just uh, give a quick peek at the Togashi release Because I feel like we got, did we get one or two uh, chapters published this year or no? I don't recall, honestly. Yeah, maybe not. Um, I'm a little bit behind on Hunter Hunter because it is hard to let's see the most recent chapter chapter 390 uh oh no that's just in the volumes um we probably have unreleased volumes list of hunter hunter chapters because i'm curious yeah because i don't remember i'm not sure i can't figure it out okay chapter 400 is the these chapters okay so Chapter 400, HXH. Yeah, sure. The Reddit. One year ago. So <laughs> it was over. <laughs> no. So we didn't. I don't think we got any chapters of Hunter Hunter in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So, it do me that way. Which is why this is a toss up because it's like, well, it could happen it's, again. It, it, or maybe he puts one chapter out that he tweeted about there, twice last there year. There has been, I think, a year break before, but I don't think there's ever been a two year break yeah. between serialization. Yeah. So I very well could be wrong. My guess oh, is that hope. he probably does put out a chapter or two in uh, in 2023, but if he doesn't, I will not be surprised. So, hey, you know what? Let let me be be wrong on this one. We'll all come out winners, but <laughs> if if there are no chapters, I'll still come out the winner. Exactly. So, you've hey. actually yeah, you've actually made the the greatest gambit known to man. <laughs> if you're wrong, you get to read more Hunter Hunter. If you're right, you win this point. So yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a small win somewhere in this at all times yeah all right hit me with your last right, one last Grace. one here um so this is a little bit of a play off my first one where and off of both of our first ones where we think a lot of stuff's going to get canceled um i think a lot of stuff is just going to end next year i think that jump reaches out to i i'm i said one of either kishimoto or kubo right this is the author of um kubo is the author of bleach kishimoto is the author of naruto returns to jump magazines with and I said, parentheses, at least a semi-regularly published series. Um, so this is a, a little bit of a uh, Kubo serializes Burn the Witch, which you guessed last year. I think I think that's possible. I think that Jump might go to him and say, hey, you know, you can have the you can have the Oda, you know, three three out of four weeks in a year. You can have an every other week thing. Um, whatever you can do, we need something big in the magazine for people to keep buying it. Uh, 
I think they either go to Kubo and get him to do Burn the Witch, or they go back to Kishimoto, who has tried to write a couple of other things since Bleach that have not uh, generally uh, worked out very Naruto. well for him. Naruto. Sorry, yeah, yeah Naruto. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was Samurai 8, which uh, I read like one chapter of, but I can't really give a judgment on. But people say it was boring. Yeah. Um, it ran for longer than it should have. Apparently, well, that's true because... of both Bleach and Naruto. So, <laughs> oh, I'm, t- I'm talking about Samurai. 8, <laughs> yes, but everything these me. these guys have done has long for has run for probably longer than it should have. Is what I'm saying. I feel like Naruto ran its course perfectly well. Isn't it just, Naruto like uh, seven hundred chapters? Mm, I don't know. It felt it felt good though. It felt Naruto it, felt okay. like a good good read, but it flubbed the ending. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I think it, it 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 its problem was ass pulls, not length. Bleach's uh, okay. problem, Bleach's problem was Aspol's and Link. And Link, because um, yeah, Bleach is like yeah. seven hundred chapters or something. So, so anyways, that's that's my last prediction. Um, I think that I think that Jump, again, this is kind of like I said, it kind of uh, plays off our other predictions. I think Jump is going to be desperate this year. Maybe this might be a twenty twenty five one. Um, they're gonna be desperate to get something big back in their magazine that gets uh, you know readers' noses between their pages, and I think. Um, Kishimoto and Kubo both have pull. I think they're both still generally actively working. I think Kubo is interested in doing more Burn the Witch. I think that Jump is willing to work with him to do that. So um, I would not be surprised to see either of these return. Also, if they didn't return, I they would just that's back to the how we are now. That's normal. So uh, I don't think this is there's another kind of fifty fifty guess I guess, which I think most of these are. So we, you're you're saying we get the big three back in, in, in some kind of fashion. I think uh, we get big two out of three back. Essentially. Big two out of three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If all three of them come, that would be pretty that would be pretty crazy. Um yeah, That'd Twitter would crazy. have a story about that. I, I I'd be happy to see either of them, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, they, I, make, I, they make some fun stuff. And I think that's I think the angle that what you just said proves that Jump would be smart to do this, right? I think that when Jujutsu Kaisen My Hero Academia end, if you say, Hey, remember Bleach and Naruto? we got one of them back and he's back in the magazine. Um, I think that keeps people reading. I think that keeps people in. So yeah. All right. Hit me with your last prediction. Captain. Sure. And quick thought, uh, Kishimoto released like a one shot for Minato, the fourth Hokage. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I thought what a boring choice of a character that the fans voted on to, to have a chapter about. It was awesome. I was just wrong. Um, so I think Kishimoto still has it. In yeah. him to, to make good stuff. So yeah, well, and yeah, like I, I said, I think Kubo still has it because I think Burn the Witch is awesome. Burn, Burn so. the Witch is awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, my last one is uh we see an a- anime adaptation of Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind in full. Meaning uh the movie was just like a part of the series and yeah, first two volumes, not, technically. It to be honest, it like it was a movie I, I remember fondly and I think is still good, but after reading the manga, goddamn, what a fucking phenomenal manga. Like, yeah, I don't think so I've read anything like that in, in a while. Yeah, if you're, um, if you're curious uh, to read Nausicaa the Valley Wind or if you've read it and you're looking for some discussions, check out the, uh, we did a seven-part series discussion reading and really deep diving into the Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind manga, which is, it, yeah, it was absolutely fun. It's like a book club. So if you want to, if you want to listen, uh, but I, I will warn you that uh, you should read along if you want to enjoy that. And not to gatekeep our own content. It's just oh, yeah. uh, it's just that we go in a lot into like the themes of each chapter. Yeah, it's it's a it's a true deep dive. Is is how I think yeah. it uh, it should be labeled. I don't think I labeled it like that on YouTube, but uh, it, it is a really really deep dive in themes and execution right, and, and all that stuff. So sh- shit, even if you don't don't listen to that, who gives a fuck? 
go read Nausicaa in the Valley yeah, of the Wind. Yeah, you, you, don't have, don't, you do not need to watch our videos. I'd rather have you read it and not watch our videos. So, Yeah, um, it's just this, fucking good. Yeah, so I, I put a little parenthetical here. This is also rumored because there was a... Um, I think it was some interview with, with Miyazaki where he was working on something and he was drawing Nausicaa. And this was like this year or last year, right? Like end of 2023, something with the, the boy and the heron movie that just came out. He was like giving an interview about it and drawing Nausicaa. And everyone was like, wait a minute, why is he drawing Nausicaa after 30 years? Um, and so the, the prediction here, I think, which would make your prediction half right is that, um, the next thing that, uh, Studio Ghibli might be doing is a second part of Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Um, my guess is they could probably uh, get through all seven volumes in two more movies if they really wanted to. But I, I, I don't think they can do a second part in a way that it makes would sense. it would be different. I think they would have to continue on from the Nausicaa movie, which is which is different from uh, from the manga. But I still yeah. think that you could capture some of the same kind of themes and progress and uh, the Daikai show and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that's that's just that, kind of the rumor, right? Is that well, is that Nausicaa yeah. another Nausicaa hey, movie is happening from Studio Ghibli is is potential. So I'll, I'm gonna just a warning. I'm gonna take the point, even if they make a second movie, because this is. I think I think if they make a second movie, or if they announce it, then yeah, that's like if if uh, huh. Miyazaki's like I'm still not retiring. Fuck you, Nausicaa yeah. Part Two. You if absolutely we see more Nausicaa, point. not only do I get the point, but I think everyone listening owes me money. So yeah, you can just absolutely every, every, everyone Venmo me like 500 bucks each. Yeah. Sign up on the Patreon and I'll pass the money on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, those are, uh, those are our predictions. Let, let's go through real quick. I'll go through my four. You go through you four. uh, 2024 predictions from me, from Bruce. I think uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, Undead Unluck, and Cypher Academy all end and jump sees its highest sales ever in 2024. Uh, I think that Rory Dragon is going to come back. Uh, I think that three out of the four of these anime announcements are made. I think we get an Akane, Akane Banashi anime, Sakamoto Days anime, Chojin X anime, Kindergarten Wars anime. Three or four of those happen. Um, and I think that either Kishimoto or Kubo returns to Jump magazines with a at least semi-regularly published series. Gautam, what are your four? By the way, you said three of these four happens. Yes. If all four happen, you still get the point. Yeah, I'd like for to sure. clarify. Yeah. Okay. Great. I think any uh, any any extra, like if Kishimoto and extra. Kubo come back, I also get that point. Okay. Yeah. That's totally fair. Totally fair. That would have been that would have been yeah. lame. Not um, saying only one of them. Yeah. Hit me with your four uh, predictions. Okay. Gautam's twenty twenty four predictions. All sports manga that started publication in twenty twenty three in Weekly Shonen Jump will be canned. Also, Mama Yu Yu. Number two. Studio Mappa collapses in on itself like a dying star. Number three. Tagashi does not release any chapters of Hunter Hunter in 2024. Uh, and number four, an anime adaptation of Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind is announced, but I'll also take a movie announcement. Yep. All right, cool. Those are our guesses for 2024. Uh, hey, let us know in the comments what do you think is going to happen in 2024. Uh, trying to make them too safe, like uh, Dungeon Meshi is a successful anime. That's a lame prediction. Uh, do something a little bit out, out of left field. We try to make our predictions kind of as close to 50-50s. Like, they could happen, they aren't likely, but you never know. So get in the comments, let us know what you think is going to happen in 2024. Uh, I'd, I'd love to read those and respond to those, so. Yeah, make sure that when we read them, we think in our own heads, like, wow, that was unhinged and it's never going to happen. Yeah, and then absolutely you not. Right. And then you can come back and say, haha, in, in 12 months, it did happen. Because uh, we, we <laughs> will, of course, be following this up uh, in the next year. All right, so... 
rest of the episode here, we're just going to talk about some news. Uh, we were on sort of a break for most of December. I was on a trip. We pre-recorded some episodes. You can go back and watch our uh, hot takes and our awards show. Um, we're back at the start of the year, so let's talk about all the December news we got. This is a lot of news from Jump Fiesta and just a lot of news over the years, uh, or uh, over the month, I guess, that we're missing. So uh, first thing on the news is that Tank Chair, which we have talked about on this podcast in the past, uh, is now on the K-Manga app, which is both good, hey, a Western publication of Tank Chair, yay, and bad, K-Manga app, boo. Yeah. Uh, but go check out Tank Chair, because I am excited to hopefully go and check it out, you know, a, a week late and catch up on what we've been missing. Because um, we read Tank Chair and talked about it, I think at the start of 2023 is when that showed up. Um, and it was really entertaining, really fun, really good. Uh, and I'm sad that we kind of lost track of it, but really good series. I, I remember uh, the last chapter I read, an assassin surfed a missile yes. to get to the destination of his target. And that was just insane. So read Tank Chair. It's awesome. Yeah, it's abso absolutely unhinged. Uh, if you like stuff like Doro Hey Doro, uh, it, very much similar kind of style and vein there. Um, all right, next on next up, we have uh, Osama Tezuka. So the author of Astro Boy, the godfather of all manga and anime. Um, his, his series, Kimba the White Lion, is getting a musical adaptation uh, starting in April 2024 in, in cooperation with Ra Warabiza, which I think is just an anime studio. Um, this is funny mm. because Kimba and the White Lion is notoriously known as the influence is not strong enough a word. The Lion King fucking ripped this story from Tezuka and made Wait, it in the West. And it's a I, I need I need to save you right now, Bruce, yeah. because that's apparently debunked. Oh, is is it debunked? It, yeah, I, I saw this. Uh, I, I saw some articles as well as this long debunking video mm. proving that not to be the case. But I, I, I don't know the specifics enough to talk about it, but I know people get very angry about it. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I haven't read Kimba the White Lion. Um, I'm interested to. I just think I feel like a musical adaptation of Kimba the White Lion is literally The Lion King from what I've heard. It, so. it does like spark the similarities to like there's already like uh, comparisons and now a musical will only exacerbate that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know the truth, honestly, Bruce. I have no idea if someone ripped off Does anyone someone know the else. Truth? But, but apparent, apparently this is a debunked rumor. And okay. I'm, I'm saying get down, Mr. President. And yeah, I, I appreciate the protection. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, it'll be interesting to see. This conversation will probably pop back up uh, on Reddit and Twitter, and people will either say, yes, it is a copy. No, it's not a copy when this airs. Because, yeah, a musical adaptation of Kimba the, the White Lion. Um, this will 100% come back around on Twitter, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I, the truth will probably rear its ugly head at that at that point. So uh, let's see. Next up, we have a lot of news about Yusuke Murata. He's been very active in the past uh, like week or two. Um, Yusuke Murata has started his own animation studio. Um, I put this animation studio in quotes uh, called Studio Village. I am fairly sure this is just Murata. Uh, I don't think he started animation studio in like he's hiring guys and they're and they're going to, you know, take on work. Uh, I'm pretty sure Murata just needed a way to convince anime people to hire his quote unquote studio so that he can do and he can draw anime animation. Um, I think it's just him. Uh, I like. Yeah, fairly... true. true. He, I've always said Murata doesn't draw enough. You know, he, he's not doing enough work. I mean, he's an he's an absolute workhorse. Even if you think that he's doing, you know, one punch man every two weeks, he's also like. Uh, I, consistently yeah, drawing the dude's machine. Stuff. So 
Yeah. Yeah. That, that was um, the, the dude's an absolute workhorse. That's yeah, crazy. And easily the best artist I think working in comics. I will even expand greater than manga. I think he's he's one of if not the best uh, artist working in comics right now. So. And if you haven't seen his One Punch Man short animation animatic thing on Twitter, you should go check it out. Yes. And speaking of more animatics, the second this another new little news thing. Uh, you see, Murata released I think two more parts of his short his little short series based on Journey to the West called Zayuki. Uh, and of course, it's awesome. You can go check that out. Uh, go search his Twitter. You, you can find it easily. Um, he had previously released, I think, the first two parts, and now there's two more parts. The whole thing is is shaping up to be, it's like almost eight or nine minutes long now. Um, he might end up drawing literally like a 20-minute thing. Uh, there's no I sound. And there's no voiceover, but for everything that I've seen of him animating, this is all just him animating. Um, and it's this is like done by his quote-unquote studio. This is another reason why I think that his quote-unquote studio is literally just Murata needing to, like, start a company in order to do this, um, is that he's just drawing this animation stuff. This is, like, what he does in his free time. So, uh, and it's awesome. I wonder how many people ha hate this dude for, for just going above and beyond in every opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's he's, yeah, the overachiever of the manga artist world. Um, all right, what else we got? Uh, there's a newcomer manga artist, Oi Yamada, is going to start a manga series on Shonen Jump Plus soon. Uh, the notable part about this is the editor is going to be Shihei Lin. So Shihei Lin is known for discovering um, Spy Family and Chainsaw Man, uh, and also, I think, Kindergarten Wars. Uh, a lot of the like most popular things you've seen on Jump and, Plus and, and Jump. And Dan Dandadan. And Dandadan. I think maybe also Kaiju 8. Like, almost everything that's been super popular over the last couple of years has been from Shihei Lin, the editor. So when he finds something new... Uh, my ears perk up and I want to listen. So yeah, uh, Oyamata is the name of that artist. I'll be looking for that uh, showing up on Jump Plus soon. Um, let's see. Naoshi Arakawa, who's the author of Your Lie in April, is coming back to Shonen Magazine. Uh, he's going to start serialization of a shogi rom-com titled Banjo. Uh, Banjo no Orion. Uh, on issue number six, issue number six will be uh, last week of July, maybe first week of February. Um, cool. Yeah, so, uh, Looking forward to that. Your line April, very popular, uh, very popular I, manga and anime. So I personally loved it. Um, it I some people call one. it people call it tear bait, uh, yeah. but I think that's that's unfair criticism. I think it's genuinely good. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, do you think uh, this they waited for when will Ayumu make his move to end to <laughs> start this shogi rom com? Uh, I mean, potentially, maybe they didn't want uh, to. <laughs> two shogi things running in Jonah Magazine, but who knows? I don't know. There's a lot. It's weird how many shogi series there are and there have been over the years. It's like, if I, I don't think I could name you a single Western comic about chess. Like, there, I, I'm sure that some exist somewhere. Like I, I, but I, they are not popular. It is not a common theme of comics in the West. Uh, so it's, it's one of the things that I love about manga is that you can be like, oh yeah, you want to read a shogi manga? It's like, you've got, I don't know, 50 series to choose from yeah, years, probably yeah. or more. There's like the, what's the Bono, right? Is the one right now yeah. that's coming out. That's actually really good about the vampire. The vampire Shogi. Shogi yeah. Um, I really like that one. Yeah. And then, uh, March comes in like a lion also about Shogi is one of the most, uh, that anime is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. So yeah, there's just like a lot of Shogi, uh, media here. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What? Holy. Okay. Sorry. I just read the next one. Let me say it. Okay. Yeah, um, go for it. Uh, Dungeon Meshi starts for us two days ago. Uh, it, it starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out Thursday the fourth. So we'll record this on the third. You'll be getting it on Saturday. Oh, so 
dude. Okay, I'm so excited about it's that. Coming. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I also, didn't know it was tomorrow. That's so hype. Yeah, and also on the same day, Change Soldier, which I'm excited for. I'm not actually going to watch it, but <laughs> I think that people I'm, will watch that and be and be impressed. Hopefully, so. I think it, it'll be a cool show. If not, if you're not to the edgy if, if for the fights. Um, yeah, it's def- yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those. I mean, I think uh, Akame Got Kill was pretty popular. That's the same artist uh, or the same author. So mm-hmm. I think the same people who liked that and plus more etchy people will jump in. I-, I think it'll be pretty popular as long as it is a uh, a decent adaptation, which it looks like it's going to be. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, we so Dark Horse announced that they are licensing Go Tanabe's manga adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's The Call of Thulu. Um, book is scheduled to release July 31st, 2024. Do you remember reading uh, this? Some chapters were, pub- were put on Reddit, fan translated of this Call of Thulu. I want to say like maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago. Did you ever read these, Gautam? They're really good, I thought. I read the book. I don't think I've read a manga version of it. Okay. Yeah, the manga version got some fan translations, like I said, uh, two years, two and a half years ago um, that I thought were really good. And the art in this I thought was really excellent and interesting. So um, that's a book definitely to look out for. So. Oh, excellent. Uh, cool. Back to more Yusuke Murata news. Uh, this American football sports manga, Ice Shield 21, is returning with a new chapter in Weekly Shonen Jump uh, out January 29th. So that's like uh, number six or number seven, maybe. Um, 55 pages and a center color page. I think this is celebrating the, is it the 20th anniversary of Ice Shield 21? That's starting in 2024? Oh, that's going to be cool. I think that's probably right. That's that's gonna be awesome. I that Ice Shield ended in kind of a fantastic way. So I I think anyone who's read Ice Shield should look out for that. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. But, I'll definitely check that out. I've read I've read a bit of Ice Shield. I have not read all of it. Um it's definitely I don't even think I could read all of it. It seems very fun, it seems very easy to read. Um it, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a great read. And I, I know this is kind of blasphemy, but I think you can read the last chapter and get and, the gist of and how get it. it. Yeah. Like, did they win or did they lose? Who knows? Uh, that's kind of the only ending for sports manga, but cool. Um, this is something that I just saw come up that I didn't even know. So there's a series called uh, Kamerabi-God.app. Anime season two announced. I, I've never heard uh-huh. of this before. The original story is by Yoko Taro, who wrote Nier, which is one of the most, the best written video games of all time. And the character designs are by Atsushi Okubo, Soul Leader, Fire Force, uh, you know, one of my favorite uh, illustrators, authors, visual guys. Um, and I didn't know that happened. Like, oh, written wow. by Nier, drawn by yeah, Kubo? That sounds sick. It? I don't know. That, that sounds sick. How do we... How, probably it's, like, not published in the in the West or it's on High Dive or some shit like that, so... Dude, Nier... Nier Automata lives rent-free in my brain to this day. So the fact yeah. that this is made by Yoko Taro and Okubo, it, that sounds like a match made in heaven. That sounds, yeah, like crazy good. I So I, 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 I'm going to have to go I, check I hope, that out. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to see how season one is hopefully it's like i maybe it's just awful and that's why nobody talks about <laughs> yeah, it yeah maybe uh, i hope not though i don't think yokotaro is missed from what i've seen yeah yokotaro seems like an, an incredible writer so i i wouldn't think that it would be that bad but who knows yeah. um they are making another code geass movie i wrote why please stop code geass has an amazing ending please stop making more of this uh have you seen the the Lelouch of the Resurrection movie? No, I don't want to. Code Geass has one of, if not the best endings in all anime. I do not want to make more. I do not want to sully the ending with any more Code Geass. Uh, I actually... I liked it. I thought it was okay. It was like a 7 out of 10. Because the parts that worked really worked. 
Uh, and I don't feel like it's Sully's Code Geass's ending. Okay, that's because cool. I I feel like it's it's more of a hey, this is for the fans kind of a movie. You know, if that, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, yeah, Code Geass is not like the greatest anime to be ever made. I would put it in a solid. Like, it is pretty damn good. Though. Seven pushing <laughs> to eight, but the ending. I mean, the ending. It's one of those things where the ending solidifies it as like an amazing series because the end is great. I mean, it's kind of like the, uh, it's not like Death Note, I would say, right? Where it's like, Death Note's a really good anime. Like, is it second, it's second half has some trouble. I would say the same thing about Code Geass. Second half kind of has some trouble because what is it? There's like a time skip and then uh, Saku is the lead character. I don't know. It's, they're both series that are really good. They have a lot of trouble in their second half and they really nail the ending, which is why people could still consider them some of the greats. I, I, I think it's a great, great series as well. Um, yeah. it, you're, you're right. It nailed the ending and it's just consistently fun. Absolutely. Uh, Kaiju number eight is getting a spinoff manga called, can you guess? Kaiju number eight, side B. Uh, new series going to start serialization, Shonen Jump Plus app January 5th. So in Same two days, more Kaiju number eight. I am curious how this goes, getting a different writer on Kaiju number eight because... Uh, the original Kaiju number eight is one of the fastest and worst fall offs I've ever seen in the series. I think the first 20 or 30 chapters of it are amazing. And I think it has been absolute garbage for the past two years. I, I haven't kept up in the past year. To be honest, you so I, I can't are speak on it. healthier, not keeping up with that. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got, we got a Dandadan Dan trailer from science. Saru that dropped. It is hype. We also got a cast list. Go check that out. Uh, it looks huge, amazing. Huge, 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 huge Dandadan fans. Uh, the trailer looked perfect, in my opinion. Um, never would have guessed Science Saru for Dandadan, but I think that they're, uh, I think they're going to absolutely nail it. That is coming. I don't think we have an official date on it yet, but I think that's coming this year in 2024. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, and we'll speak more on that when, when it gets closer because I, I think uh, we will definitely be watching the episode. I think that will probably be one of our next uh, sort of watch watch along. We'll talk about it every week or every, you know, we'll watch three episodes and talk about it or something. So kind of like we I'm did down. with uh, with One Piece when it dropped. So I right. uh, definitely, definitely look forward to us having some discussions about that. Um, yeah, Red Dragon special message. We mentioned that earlier. Uh, Masaoki Shindo says he's doing well. So I think we might get more of that in 2024, hopefully. Um Here's a, here's a big, big news. Brand new work from Oremio, My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute, author Tsukasa Fushimi and uh, illustrator Hiro Kanazaki titled, it has a title, uh, essentially Body Swap. And body Swap with the guy's cute little sister. Uh, I didn't know the Oremio author was still working, so... Um, this dude loves incest. Yes, absolutely. This man is obsessed with incest. I will also <laughs> say, I will also say, in, in defense of... Or or a or or a emo is that how you say it? I don't even know. In defense of my little or, sister, can't yeah. be as cute. That series legitimately has some really, really, really good character stuff. I watched the anime incest stuff. Not so great ending, kind of bullshit. One of the worst endings I've ever seen, actually. Uh, but a lot of the other character stuff is great. The characters are all good. It's a really comfy series. Uh, I think it gets a little bit of undue hate. I think it's legitimately really good anime. So uh, excited, interested to see how a body swap little sister series goes. If it's, if it's still full of the same kind of, uh, good character writing could be something worth reading. I have no, idea. Yeah. this simply does not interest me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also thought this, uh, that my little sister can't be this cute was insufferable because the little sister was annoying. 
but yeah she is the worst hey. character but like yeah. it's all the other characters that make it really great actually but uh yeah okay all right we have three more pieces of news and they are probably the biggest we saved them for the end here uh we talked we talked a little bit about it but yeah they announced uh chainsaw man the movie ray's arc uh by mappa studios um yeah excited for this again i think this is one of the best uh arcs i'm glad they're doing a movie i think a movie is a good format for this i think we predicted um we talked about this on the podcast at some point um of how the Razor should just be a movie and then they should do a final season. I think, I think you're, you're the one who said it and you're right. Yeah. It, it, it just works as, as a movie really well. It's pretty concise and it has uh, a good ending. It, yeah. Well, it, it has, has an, a, it has an end. It ends at a appropriate place, not necessarily a good ending, but uh, it, it has a good ending depending on like what you're saying. Right. Yeah. How, um, depending on how sadistic you are. Yeah. It has a good yeah. <laughs> um, all right. The, the second to last one, Netflix announces they are working on a live action My Hero Academia. Um, right. Gatsum, how all do right. you feel about this? You you go first. I I feel like that gif of the live action Yusuke who got run over by a truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's funny if you've seen that gif. It's but it, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it, this means nothing to me. I, I don't really have investment or stake because i kind of lost that so um, yeah do you here's here's a question then do you think that a my hero academia adaptation on the level of the one piece live action do you think people still receive that well or is one piece live is my hero academia too doesn't my academia doesn't have the same kind of excellent character writing and story stuff that it's just, it's just another superhero show. Yeah. It's just kind of another superhero school show. So it'll be interesting. I do think that the best part is the start, like easily the best, all, almost all the best arcs are like right at the beginning of my hero academia. So, um, could still be entertaining. I, I'm with you on this. I'm not, I, my academia has mostly lost me. We've talked about it in the past. I I hope it's over this year. Uh, With that said, I I saw Gen V, which is like a college superhero show in the world of the boys. And that was terrible. That was terrible. Really? My Hero Academia is like a million times better than that. So <laughs> okay. So who knows? Maybe maybe it, it does do well. I don't know. Yep. Uh, All right. I, and he, yeah. here's the well, here's the big big one. We'll probably spend a little bit of time on this one. Uh, Studio Wit and Netflix have announced the One Piece, which is a new anime adaptation of One Piece uh, by Studio Wit. They are restarting. They are resetting. It's One Piece Brotherhood. Here it is. How do you feel about so, this, Captain? Is this like I don't even know what that means. Like I, I still don't get this. Is this a movie? No, this is of- from well. So what they announced was they are going back and doing East Blue. It is a new anime, um, and from what I understand, it is it is a series, not a movie. Um, and they are going to readapt it. They announced only at this time that they were readapting East Blue. Uh, they have not announced any more, but people are kind of feeling that this is probably a this is probably one piece brotherhood right this is they're taking uh they're going to readapt it they're going to condense it there's going to be less filler it's going to be more mature it's going to be more modern um because the one piece anime at this point is when did that premiere 96 or 97 or 99 maybe so it might be like 25 years old i think maybe the anime so hey listen one piece fans are eating good but yes. this is wholly unnecessary <laughs> You think so? Because I'm actually on the opposite side. I think this is, I think this is wonderful. I think this is exactly, I mean, exactly what One Piece needs, quote unquote. It doesn't really need this because it's great without it. But um, 
I think that the original anime is incredibly dated. I think the sound effects they use in that show are fucking stupid and make me not want to watch it. I think an updated, I think I like an updated music. One Piece is genius. I think, I mean, I think it's smart. It's good. And this I, is a, I, a good time. I, I want them to keep the same voice actors though, because I think Luffy's uh, VA, actually everyone's VA really, really just does the job. We're on opposite um, ends of this. I think they should, I think they need to recast everybody because I, I think oh, that, that would be rough. I think that if they want to keep making this the One Piece, right? If they want to keep making One Piece Brotherhood, those voice actors are all like in their 60s and 70s. They'll, they'll be oh. dead before it ends. I think this is the time where you say, hey, we know you love these old voice, you know, you and 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 those old voices are great. And Luffy especially is like is like a great one. Luffy Zoro, um, all the main cast are great. I, I don't love Frankie's voice, but that's that's a that's a me problem from the voice in my head. Um, I, I don't see it happening just because I don't think Japan works that way. Like Goku's voice I agree with that, yeah. I is like 87. That. She's 87, yeah. To, oh, the uh, uh, Luffy voice actress? Uh, Goku, Goku. Oh, Goku, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think we keep the same VAs, but I'm I'm actually psyched about that because uh, One Piece has some fucking best-in-slot voice actors. Like They're really good, the, for sure, yeah. The guy who plays Zoro is just amazing. Uh, Usopp is L, right? So I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. The the um the the popularity and diversity and the amount of people you can click on like any popular voice actor nowadays who's like a leading voice actor, and you can go back and be like, Oh shit! Like, uh, like Levi from Attack on Titan was is Law in One Piece was like one of their first kind of big uh big things. The voice actress for Luffy is going to play uh is going to be in Dandadan as the uh, speed grandma. What's her name? Dude, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you can find any voice actor in the world and attribute them to One Piece somehow. Like, yeah. oh, he, he's a guy holding hammer number three in one in that one One Piece episode. <laughs> well, but this, <laughs> and this is so why, and I, I do think you're right. I think, the ja I think Japan is attached to their, to their old ways and to the people who've been voicing it for forever. I don't think they will recast the main cast. I do think this is a good opportunity for, again, the cast of One Piece is so massive and it just keeps expanding that the old anime, again, you know, we have tons and tons of voice actors we know who did little bit parts or, you know, minor bad guys or whatever in the original One Piece. Um, I think going back and doing One Piece Brotherhood gives kind of the, a, a new generation a voice actors, a chance to, you know, get your foot the door, be a, you know, oh, I was in one piece and I did this and this, I was in the one piece and did this and this. Um, I also think that this is more, I, I mean, it's just like, I think one of the biggest things stopping people from starting the one piece anime, other than the fact that they look at it and it's thousands of episodes, they're told that it's full of filler. Um, I think and they're more, all, they're all recommended one pace, you know, like, which is yes, an edited exactly. down version of it. Yeah. Yes, and I think that I think that the One Piece, the new, you know, One Piece Brotherhood, I think it has a chance to fix the pacing issues and not even the pacing issues in oh they added filler, but episode to episode, right? I mean like I've seen yeah. some of the episodes in um in what is it where they're fighting Do Flamingo and stuff, right? And it's like one chapter is like three episodes. And that's like, and, you know, it's like a hundred chapters long and it's like 280 episodes. So it's like, that's something that could be cut down to one season. It could be, should be 10 episodes. Right. Um, and so I, I, really... I watched all of all of the one piece anime for some reason. And, uh, it's, it was a great ride, but you're absolutely right. Like there's some episodes where it is just the last like episode, two minutes fact, of recap, two minutes of preview, more than two each minutes. Other down. It, yeah. It's like 10 minutes sometimes, depending on the episode. 
Yeah. Uh, sometimes so I, it gets bad. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think in the same way that um, <clears throat> I think One Piece is really easily kind of separated up into arcs and seasons. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, doing it again and being like, okay, you know, season one is East Blue. Season two is Alabasta and all the stuff leading up to it. And, it's, and that's what the live action is doing. And I think having an anime um, partner to that is good. Again, it's like, like you said, One Piece fans eating good. One Piece Brotherhood is something people have been um, asking and theorizing about, I think, for a long time. Uh, I'm I'm glad it's here because I don't really like watching the One Piece anime. I, I Like I mentioned, a lot of my problem with it is the sort of sound design uh, of it is very late, is very 90s, which is actually more like 60s. Like, I hate the, the sound effects, I think, are stupid. So I bet that they the, keep some of those around, you're, but you're I really just, hope they update right. that kind of you're stuff. You're simply right that the, the sound design is like now it's a mishmash of stuff they've used forever because they can't change it mm -hmm. and new like actual the modern good yeah. things yeah. yeah so cool um, uh so how, do you think let's say this if netflix was smart what they do is they stagger you get a season of the one piece every year and then the year after that you get a live action and then you, they go back and forth there's always uh, new one piece on netflix yeah but I think knowing Netflix, uh, one of these gets canned as soon as it stops being, it, it stops showing results. Just because I have no faith in Netflix, not because I have no faith in One Piece or the show. Yeah, I agree. I I really think, hopefully, that this shows. What I'm hoping is that we we got the One Piece after One Piece live action aired, and they saw you know, it was a, a massive hit a really really big hit every and it was popular all around the world right it was not just a uh, popular in certain areas um i hope that netflix sees one piece as their next big cash cow like uh stranger things or something um because if it is they're going to continue to invest in it they're going to not want to cancel it they're going to do i mean you know stranger things has gotten like is going to have i think six seasons by the end of it um a two-part five season whatever you want to call it but uh, right. and and one piece could go on for you know, theoretically, Forever. 14 or 15, 16 seasons, you know, a long time. So uh, I hope that I hope the announcement of the One Piece means that they see uh, One Piece as a sort of partner cash cow that is good content that they will keep making. Um, and I hope the live action keeps up its quality. Uh, season one was absolutely great. Season two should be even better. So cool. I imagine. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go on to one more thing, Gautam. Why don't uh, why don't you go first here? Yeah, let me start her up. Um, I beat Persona 4 Golden. Uh, nice. Amazing game. Honestly, I had a great time. I It's a murder mystery. Uh, I don't know if, if you you guys have played the Persona games. Uh, I know you've started Persona 5, Bruce. I played almost all of Persona 5. I think I played all of it except oh, for the last did. one or two uh, dungeons. I, I think if you ever feel like revisiting that game, Royal is a good, good way to do it. But anyway, uh, Persona 4 Golden is uh, Persona 5, but kind of worse in every way. And that sounds like a bad thing, but Persona 5 is probably just one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. Uh, I think the story, for what it's worth, it's less fun than 5, but it's <laughs> a better story than 5. Yeah. Uh, I think the primary antagonist is amazing. Uh, and I think it's... And no, I, don't, I actually don't want to say anything more than that. It's just really good. Go play it. Cool. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Persona 3 and Persona 4. I, I know they're both good games. I don't think I'll ever go back and visit because I put 280 hours into Persona 5 and did not beat it, and that's too many hours. Oh, dude, yeah, you can get through Royal in like 80, even though that's a long, yeah. long time. Um, But 
Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk too much on P4 because it's a murder mystery and anything I say mm, yep. canon will be used against me in court. Um, cool. So w- what have you been up to, Bruce? Cool. Well, I mean, I spent two weeks in Japan in December, so that's kind of where I've been. We did some pre-recording. Uh, it's my first time visiting. I got to walk around manga bookstores. I got to walk around, you know, all I just spent all my time in Tokyo. Um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, as a massive weeb and a fan of Japanese media, it was very, very, very cool to be there. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, yeah, the the flights kind of suck, obviously. Uh, and I, I on my way back, I got the flu from one of the flights, and so I'm still um, recovering yeah. from that a little bit. You might have heard me coughing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cool country. It's very different. It's very different in a lot of better ways and different in a lot of uh, just, just different ways. I don't necessarily want to say worse, but... Very cool. Uh, I uh, the food there the the do you, big thing do you to call out. Say, do you not want to say worse because you're afraid weeds will freak out on us? Or? No, I don't. I mean, it's 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 hard to say. I like the fierce individualism of America, even though I think it has some problems with that. And I also like the sort of societal pressure to keep everyone kind of similar on the same way that Japan has. I don't want to get too much into socioeconomic stuff but um <laughs> it's it's is, not is necessarily that one is better than the other you, you yeah. there are, there are some benefits you get from having a sort of collectivist society like japan that i think are amazing like there being trash nowhere because everyone picks up trash and everyone just sort of uh realizing that you live close to other people and so you have to be considerate of those people whereas in america we live farther away and so we are less considerate towards each other um, yeah. but that being said, those are really just kind of different because I do think that there's not a, there's not a right answer for everyone. Um, I thought it was very cool. The city was awesome. I loved how dense everything was. I love that there's restaurants everywhere. I gotta say the, the, the big thing and the last thought that I'll leave you with is that is the, is the food in Japan at its highest quality better than here in America? No, good food is good food everywhere. Uh, the thing about Japan food that's insane is that the, like, bare minimum quality food that you'll get in Japan is so, so yeah. much higher than here. It's insane. It's, like it's you can, absolutely nuts. Yeah, like everyone has been here in America to like a bad restaurant or, oh, you went to a McDonald's and it's, oh, this one sucks or Whataburger or Taco Bell or whatever. Everywhere I went in Japan, even the like the cheapest, most rundown, most whatever places, I went to McDonald's there and it's like, this is the best version. Like it's the best... Is McDonald's food that good? No, but the stuff I had in Japan was the best version of McDonald's food I've ever had. It was hot. It was all like perfectly wrapped. It was all there. Um, but yeah, all the food there, like the most basic food, and part of this exchange rate was incredibly cheap and incredibly delicious. And there's so much diversity of food of what you can get there. Um, and you get I, I the place I stayed was above a Nepali restaurant, which I did not go into because I didn't really want to get Nepali food. But um, yeah, yeah, it was just the 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 sort of a floor for ceiling there. I think that the ceiling for food in Japan is uh, equally as high as in places like America. Again, I think America is, if you really want to eat diverse food and eat high quality food, America is the place to be. Um, but yeah, the the floor in America is so far down past where the floor of Japan is. Japan, all the food, no matter how cheap or quick it is, is all e- extremely high quality. So, Dude, I used to get karage sometimes for breakfast from the Lawson's, which is just a convenience store, like a 7-Eleven type of feed, or a croquet, or croquette. Yeah. I don't know how you say it. Um, croquette, yeah. Croquette. Uh, and they were just fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. And this is like fucking I, what I mean, we consider what, gas station food, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the things that blew my mind in the convenience was I just got like a pork cutlet sandwich, and I was like, I'll just try a sandwich. You know, I don't necessarily want to buy a uh, an onigiri or something. And it's like... 
was it a cold? Uh, it was a cold convenience store sandwich. Yes. But like the bread was good. The cutlet was really good. It tasted good. And it was like the highest quality food. Like you cannot get quality food that high quality in a convenience store or even in maybe in like a, you know, quick make, you know, in your HEB or Albertsons or whatever. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the food quality is incredibly high. I bought like a $2 little tiramisu cup. That was honestly some like not the best tiramisu I've ever had, but like in the upper half of, of tiramisu yeah. I've ever had. Uh, I will say the the one thing I have to call on their food, their snack food, overly sweet. Uh, nothing is spicy if it says it's spicy on their like chips and stuff. Mm. Um, I thought all their chips were sweet. Like, uh, like I bought, you know, like, like, oh, nori flavored Lay's and I bought, oh, this just says it's like Thai chili, you know, potato chips. I'd buy them and they would have a sweet tinge to them. Um, yeah. And that, uh, yeah. So, so again, uh, stuff is different there. It was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Um, definitely interested in going back. I'd like to go like every two years. That's definitely kind of the thing that I want to practice more language, learn a bit more, uh, plan out, go different places. Cause I just went to Tokyo. I'd really love to go to Osaka. I'd really love to go to Sapporo in Hokkaido during the summer, uh, and just eat food there. I've heard that those are the great food cities. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Very glad I went. Well, good stuff. Cool. Hey, uh, I, I think, uh, I think that's about it, huh? I think that's it. Hey, thank you again, everyone, for listening or watching. Don't forget to leave us some feedback and comments, upvote, thumbs up, whatever positive reinforcements you can leave us. Please go do that. We really appreciate it. Uh, check out Twitter and Patreon, link in the description. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, Gautam. All right, see you, everyone. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being with us yet again this week. Looking forward to 2024, more podcasts weekly with you. And hey, don't forget to read more manga. <laughs>